I dedicate this song to the common people caught in the middle of this common evil. Our deep belief is that the root cause of conflict is also the lack of perspective. I believe this is the challenge that our children's children will remember us for. That is our common responsibility to just make a little step towards making sure the world is better and safer. And I believe in the unique creative genius in each and every one of us that will all contribute to getting us there. You are listening to them. You're listening to them. You are listening to Masterpiece Podcast. Welcome, friends. It's the Masterpiece Podcast. Voices from our global community of changemakers, artists, and more. I'm your host and a member of the core team, Mark Fonseca Rendeiro. As you know, all month long, we are celebrating 10 years of Masterpiece with stories and experiences from the past, present, and future. You can read many of those stories already on masterpiece.org, and there are surely more coming up. I also want to say thank you for all the feedback, and especially to those who found the podcast in whatever player Uh, That includes Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, basically all the directories. Once you got us in your player, you can subscribe and get these episodes automatically ready for listening during your commute to work, your walk through town, or maybe while you take care of things around the house. Last episode, we heard from Marion from Masterpiece Romania about inspiration and founding a club, the ins and outs of his process. Today, in episode two, I wanted to build on Marion's experience with a focus on how to take your club to what we often call that next level. Or in other words, imagine you're a local organization with a few passionate people, some ideas, and one day or over the course of many days, you move from that to a regional or an international cooperation to projects with increased engagement and maybe even bigger impact. To start to answer this question, I turn to two people, Ngo Bonfoga from Masterpiece Cameroon, and later on in the program, Miriam Hayan, our own creative resource mobilizer at Masterpiece. Right out of the gate, Nago, Masterpiece in 2021, how do you see it? I see the, the, the Masterpiece uh, Network as a group of friends. And uh, I understand the concept so well, and I know that we are supposed to co-create together. There has been this thing uh, back then, uh, when we were working, we used to understand that uh, to have a partner, it means that it should be a funding partner, for example. So our I think many Africans, uh, especially I can say uh, young graduate or young uh, leaders here that want to start up clubs, that comes to me. I noticed that uh, most of them, when um, they want to 
to when they need a, a partner, they are more like somebody that is going to give them money, for example. Yeah, they are not concentrating on building friendship with somebody and then looking for opportunities to co-create with this person. Hmm. Yeah, so I found this interesting because uh, this is something that um, I was going through quite a lot of opportunities and I noticed that um, it's not possible for me to uh, get these opportunities on my own if I work on my own. So I needed a kind of a force that could uh, team up with me and who understand my work quite better to, to work with. And I could found this with Masterpiece. And there are people that, um, they are always there when you need them. For example, like if you, like I can take like example of the Torrent Foundation. Yeah. When I contact them at first, what they told me was like, no, we don't fund uh, projects for, uh, with uh clubs with with uh, locally led uh, organization we fund through a european organization and that was where masterpiece fit in perfectly and when i got in it was just uh, i don't know if it was a coincidence it happens that uh uh knew some members of the Torrent Foundation, which quite facilitated the, the process and everything went on quite well. Yeah, so I see from my end, like uh, for a club to grow, the person leading has to be pushful, which means uh, you don't need to wait on Masterpiece to tell you that let's do it. You have to work on your own, like to identify opportunities that uh, work with Masterpiece and you and then you 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 take a bold step of maybe developing an idea on how to do it, and then you get to masterpiece to facilitate the process for you. Yeah. So masterpiece is like um I can say it's like um it's like the final point for me. Yeah. Yeah. I can see like uh this is like just like the starting point because um it's like a finishing line. Let me say so. Before um, Masterpiece, uh, before Masterpiece Cameroon, what, tell me a little bit about what work you were doing and you know, maybe how it was different. I mean, I think that should come across before you, you encountered Masterpiece. Tell, set it up a little bit. Yeah, I think uh, what, what we were doing back there was like we, we understood what we wanted to do perfectly, but uh, we didn't quite know how we are going to do it. Yeah, so uh, Masterpiece kind of uh, came and gave us an approach which funders are most uh, interested in. Like uh, like we need to, first of all, inspire, and then we connect, and then we empower. So at first, we were more of uh, empowering. So the first two steps, we were were not considering them. So most of our projects were more of... uh, what we can do. So uh, coming in contact with Masterpiece, uh, I think we get to learn more about inspiring the community and then uh, connecting with them before you empower. Yeah, so I think uh, so far that is something that has boosted our work and has made uh, many funders uh, quite interesting in what we are doing now.
my name is Mariam Hayan, and I'm the creative resource mobilizer for Masterpiece. And I also want to identify someone who wants to make a positive impact in their communities. What do you remember going back to um, even just earlier this year, right? We're in 2021. Uh, your your first encounters with what became Masterpiece Cameroon, with Nago, uh, what caught your attention and what was perhaps interesting at that time and maybe continues to be? So uh, the journey of Masterpiece, I think I can also relate to Nago when he said that he was already on the uh, race, but the finish line was with Masterpiece. So uh, I joined Masterpiece about a year and almost two months now. And I didn't really know what to expect. Uh, I've been doing the uh, social work, so to speak, for about four years, but uh, not in an international organization. So I performed with um, or I worked with organizations in terms of grants, but not uh, being part of their core team. So I didn't know really what to expect especially working with the uh, club leaders. And I was young, I'm still young, I mean. <laughs> and the club leaders are, have more, much more experience. And um, so, um, like I said, I jumped right in and they were really uh, open and um, really welc- welcomed me in the first months when I was doing the calls to introduce myself. And um, yeah, with Nagu, uh, one of the first things I noticed is his enthusiasm and motivation, and he's always up on his game. Um, he, you can see him uh, working on this proposal and then moving to the next, and then and he do it so effortlessly. And um, I'm always amazed on how he can really be focused on what he wants, his goals, and he always see him. Um, in action, uh, trying to do this for his center, trying to do this for this community. And I can also feel his pain whenever something really happens in his community and he shares share it with us and I, I can tell and sense his own agony. So uh, first months that I worked with him, yeah, we worked by basically as um he was the the most club leader that I worked with the most in the first months. We uh, with masterpiece, we were editing proposals, and yeah, um, I was still uh, still not confused, but still trying to figure out my role with masterpiece. And then there come there were the surveys, the yearly surveys, and one of the uh, comments or feedback that I received that made me think that, yeah, uh, I belong here and I'm doing the right thing is by uh, Nogo himself. He said that he's, he really appreciates having a resource mobilizer in Africa. So that gave me the push to, yeah, give more and um, sustain my crowd, basically, as the go person to all the club leaders. And I'm still, the more I work with them, all of them, of course, the more I am um, motivated and impressed and inspired. And um, my goal is to win a grant together. So I'm still uh, working uh, hard, of course, with Nogu and other club leaders to make that happen. So, yeah, um, 
um, the more I work uh, with um, enthusiasts, like Nago, the more I feel like, yes, I'm in the right place. And um, something that I want to also share about Nago is that he's an amazing father and he has the cutest daughter on this planet. So, yeah. <laughs> I'm... I'm making a note of that. Uh, let's come back to Nago. Thank you, Miriam. Uh, yeah. Nago, you know, the, we hear Miriam talking about your approach um, to the work you do and, and maybe just to life. Uh, I think there may be more there, not just about the work you do, but about the person you are. How did you, how do you think you got to um, develop the, the the vision that you have? Because uh, you were just saying, you know, it's it's a framework. It's a, It's about friendships. Did you know this from, for example, from the beginning when you first met Masterpiece, or is this something you've uh, figured out in the last year? And and how? How did you get to where you are today? You know, at first, um, I could say I rejoined uh, Masterpiece the time you said I was, because uh, initially when I joined Masterpiece was in 2013. And back then, Masterpiece used to do just uh, International Day of Peace event. And uh, back then, uh, so we had just one event a year, which was the International Day of Peace. Yeah. So um, uh, what I had actually was just knowing that I need to empower youth, mm. for example. And uh, when I met uh, Masterpiece, I, I get to learn that there is more than just empowering youth. Yeah. So that is when uh, that vision uh, was kind of clear to me, like uh, I need to, uh, we need to first of all. So from there now, we noticed that it's not just about training someone to be uh, a computer engineer or training somebody to be uh, a, a, a fashion designer or training somebody to be a renewable energy expert. So it was all about building that person to, to, to attain their full potential. So that was when that approach uh, became very important because uh, we started looking at uh, the psychology, how we could mm. take care of that psychology. We started looking about um, how we could to get them to socialize. We started looking of making them being interested in, uh, in community work. We started making them being interested in volunteering and stuff like that. So those are just uh, just so many things that came together to to really uh, uh, make the vision so clear after I joined uh, Masterpiece. Yeah. And and uh, I don't want to forget, I want to come back to when we started talking today, you, you brought up, of course, the country context, Cameroon, the conflict that exists and how it continues. I mean... There you sit doing, for example, training projects. How does doing training projects fit into the, unfortunately, the situation, the backdrop that you that you live in, um, which is so difficult, as you've illustrated, and and some would say, you know, it's it's can be depressing. It can bring you down, right? Uh, and where does training fit into that? I have always believed in a hundred uh, issues from the root cause. Yeah, and uh, mm. observing crisis, not just in Cameroon, uh, I noticed that the most uh, violent groups are the youth. And uh, who are this particular group of youths that are violent? 
you notice that uh, most of them are used that uh, have nothing to do. They are used that maybe grew up in, in, in broken homes. They are used that maybe were born through rape. They are used that were maybe um, went through some sort of uh, 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 maybe gender-based violence or something. Hmm. Yeah, so we noticed that uh, so that if we engage, if we empower and engage youth and get them busy, they will uh, shy away from these uh, violent activities. Yeah, so uh, so if you look at like what is happening now in Cameroon, uh, the English people are feeling like they are being marginalized by the French, for example. And what makes them feel so is because youth maybe finish education and they don't have jobs, or maybe they start business and the tax system is kind of uh, not favoring them and stuff like that. But what if, let's just say, somebody is well-trained and you know how to, to, let's just say when you're stressed, you can take care of your stress, or maybe when your business is not going well, you know the right approach to take, or you know how to tender for contracts and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. I think uh, it would reduce uh, the violence. Yeah, so that's where I think uh, the training, empowering youth in particular, could hand, could be the solution to the root cause of uh, what is happening in Africa. Now, if more, more youths and more youths are, are in, uh, is connected uh, and inspired uh, and trained, they, would, they won't be in, 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 in the war front. They won't uh, be joining armed groups. Yeah, what you say, and, and it's indeed significant to me also that you bring up that this is not just a Cameroon issue. It's something that we can see over and over in, in the world, The this issue of youth and hope or options in the future. Some call it perspective. Exactly. Yeah, sure. There's an interesting element that, uh, and it's he is connected to all of us uh, in some way, and that is, uh, I want to bring in Art Boss, the name, he's not here in, in person, um, of course, uh, if you speak about Masterpiece on an international scale, especially, you'll mention Art's name. Um, you uh, both know him and work with him, uh, I think, closely, but it, it's always interesting to me, uh, Ngo, for example, when it comes to your interaction with Art and then how that plays a role in, in the work that you're doing with Masterpiece Cameroon, um, yeah, how would you characterize that, these interactions, this relationship? I can, I can call uh, Art as a, a, a good friend, mm. as a mentor. I can describe him as a mentor because uh, each time I have a chat with him, I learn one or two things or the other. Yeah, so um, when he is, we used to read about uh, inspire, engage, and, and uh, in, inspire, engage, and empower. Uh, I didn't quite get it well until I spoke to him face to face, and he gets to uh, explain to me detailly what that means. Yeah, so uh, I, I see him as a mentor and somebody that uh, is always there when you need him, no matter quite a, bu a busy schedule he has hmm. he always great time to 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 ensure that uh you you kind of uh, uh maybe get answers to to to, to get answers to to the questions uh, you 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 seek from him yeah so he's somebody i admire so much and i really wish to 
to to keep working with him. Uh, he's a leader, but he's a soft leader that has this fluidity. You can't really uh, describe him or corner him in one label because you can see him in the core team, for instance, updating in Europe. But at the same time, he knows everything, every small details about Africa. So he's, um, I don't know how he does it, but he has the passion of caring um, equally and microscopically to the to the all of clubs of masterpiece. I can see him also shape shift <laughs> into a leader when it's needed, and into a mentor. Mentor with Nako, for instance, with the strategy meetings with uh, with a friend with Philip. Uh, so um, the fluidity is, I think, the best. Um, word to describe art. I know he can uh, basically transform and he senses what type of personality of person he that person needs from him. So yeah, he's always there. And um, for instance, for me, uh, um, as a creative resource mobilizer, when I first started, he um, gave me the liberty and independence to explore this role. Hmm. Uh, but at the same time, he was always there to strategize my role and just have this evaluation meet- meeting when needed. So uh, he knows what he's doing, obviously, and he knows when to step in and when to step out to give you the liberty uh, and independence that also Nago has mentioned in the first question that you can do, uh, you already work and you already have your your effort and opportunities that you are reaching out to. But at the same time, whenever you need that extra push or warm connection, then you know that art is the one to uh, give you that connection or the one you call for, basically. Very interesting to hear. I like, I'm still thinking about shape-shifting and the the softness (laughs) and the fluidity. These are important traits for anyone, really, for all of us. Uh, uh, But yeah. yeah. This is Liridona Berisha from Masterpiece Kosovo, and you are listening to the Masterpiece Podcast. Part of the theme of the Masterpiece 10 Years is, of course, also to look to the future. Um, there are many ways to do that. And um, I would ask you, maybe as a final question today, both, uh, I'll start with Ngo. Um, as you look to the future, be it the immediate future, long-term future, um, what do you strive for uh, through Masterpiece Cameroon and the, the, the not just the projects, but the interactions? What is your goal or at least one of them <laughs> the goal is uh actually to extend the friendship and uh and hope that COVID should uh should give way i want to interact more on a physical basis mm. and uh and for us like this project uh 
we want to create as many hubs as possible. We have 10 regions in Cameroon. So if we can have each, uh, each uh, training hub in, in one of the regions, that is the goal. Yeah. And I, I'm looking forward to that. Yeah. Mm. Thank you, Ngo. Miriam, for your, for your work, uh, there's, I mean, again, there's so much and so many people and clubs. What are your, just maybe one of your uh, goals for the, the future with Masterpiece uh, through your work? So that's a deep question, mm. <laughs> but a good one as well. So uh, my goals, I think I already mentioned some, is I want to, (laughs) yeah, win uh, a a grant for one of the club leaders. It is in my passion plan that I want to make it happen. So I'm focusing all of my energy on that. And also, I can also relate to Nago is um, I want to interact more physically with uh, all the masterpieces, um, this bootcamp that we had two weeks ago, I got to see um, members of Masterpiece Morocco for the first time and Dorothy as well. And it was nothing like digital. I mean, <laughs> it is an extension of the connection that we already made, the friendship, uh, the professional work as well. And you can sense and see and relate to that individual in a more in-depth way. So it is also within my plans to uh, see, um, go to the Netherlands. And also, I want to go to Cameroon, inshallah, also Kenya. It's in my wish list. So I want to, yeah, I want to extend that connection and get to know you more on a personal level, of course. Mm, yeah. It's interesting, you know, it's, it's, on the surface, such a simple uh, uh, thing like to be together. But of course, we've seen the challenges that the past two years have yeah. brought with that. So, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, I want to say thank you to you both for joining me today on what is a new project, the, the Masterpiece Podcast, and to hear uh, about your work, Nago, in Cameroon, in Masterpiece Cameroon. Really appreciate it. Miriam as well. Always a pleasure to hear from you. And I, I look forward to many, many more conversations in the future. Thank you for having us. The pleasure is all mine. <laughs> Thank you for having us. Nago Banfoga is the leader of Masterpiece Cameroon, and Miriam Hayan is the creative resource mobilizer for Masterpiece. joyous music indicates we've come to the end of another episode, but not without some food for thought when it comes to anyone who's trying to build something like an organization or a network. I'm still thinking about what Nago said, first in terms of friendships and the value of being there for one another, but also what he and Miriam talked about regarding helping people to unlock their own capacity or or their own potential What becomes possible if you can do that first part? In the next episode of the Masterpiece Podcast, as the 10 years celebration continues, we'll jump to yet another continent, this time South America, to hear the unique story of Masterpiece in Colombia, from idea to thriving regional network. I'll remind you that to continue this conversation, because it doesn't have to end here, you can find us on Instagram, at Masterpiece Global. LinkedIn is good too, and of course, Facebook, Masterpiece. You can also check out stories from the past, present, and future being published all month long 
at masterpiece.org. The Masterpiece Podcast is produced in association with the core team and community members and friends throughout the world. Our theme music was by Ketza. Incidental music by the Blue Sky Moon, both published under CC licenses. This program is published under a CC BYSA 4.0 license and edited by me. Subscribe to the Masterpiece Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Pocket Casts, my favorite app, Google, they have podcasts too, or wherever, really, anywhere else podcasts can be found. We should now be there. Until next time, I'm Mark Fonseca Rendeiro. Thanks for listening.